section twenty of the theory and practice of brewing this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. the theory and practice of brewing by michael combrun section twenty of the nature and properties of hops the constituent parts of malt like those of all vegetable sweets are so inclined to fermentation that when once put in motion it is difficult to retard their progress retain their preservative qualities and prevent their becoming acid among the many means put in practice to check this forwardness of the malt none promised so much success as blending with the extracts the juices of such vegetables as of themselves are not easily brought to fermentation hops were selected for this purpose and experience has confirmed their wholesomeness and efficacy hops are an aromatic grateful bitter endued with an austere and astringent quality and guarded by a strong resinous oil the aromatic parts are volatile and disengage themselves from the plant with a small heat to preserve them in the processes of brewing the hops should be put into the copper as soon as possible and be thoroughly wetted with the first extract while the heat of the wort is at the least and the fire under the copper has little or no effect thereon whoever will be at the trouble to see this performed by the means of rakes or otherwise will be made sensible that flavor is retained which when the wort comes to boil is otherwise constantly dissipated in the air the bitter is of a middle nature or semi-volatile it requires more fire to extract it than the aromatic part but not so much as the austere or astringent hence it is plain that the principal virtues of this plant are best obtained by decoction the austere parts not exhibiting themselves but when urged by so violent and long continued boiling as is seldom or never practised in the brewery it would be greatly satisfactory to fix from experiments the degrees of heat that first disperse the aromatic next the bitter and lastly the austere parts as it is likely by this means a more easy and certain method of judging of the true value and condition of hops than any yet known might be discovered this vegetable is so far from being by itself capable of a regular and perfect fermentation that on the contrary its resinous parts retard the aptness which malt has to this act hops from hence 
keep barley wines sound a longer space of time and by repeated and slow frettings give an opportunity to the particles of the liquor to be more separated and comminuted fermented liquors acquire by this means a greater pungency even though it was admitted they received no additional strength from this mixture the direct contrary of which might easily be made to appear hops then are not only the occasion of an improvement of taste but an increase of strength dr grew seems to think the bitter of the hops may be increased by a greater degree of dryness but perhaps this is only one of the means of their retaining longer this quality which undoubtedly decreases through age in a proportion as near as can be guessed of from ten to fifteen per cent yearly the varieties of the soils in which hops are planted may have some share in the inequality we perceive in them they seem to be much benefited by the sea air whoever will try similar processes with the worcester and kentish hops will soon perceive the difference and the general opinion strengthens this assertion as the county of kent alone produces nearly half the quantity of hops used in this kingdom the sooner and the tighter hops are strained after having been bagged the better will they preserve themselves the opinion that they increase in weight if not strained until after christmas may be true but will not recommend the practice the hops imbibe the moisture of the winter air which when the weather grows drier is lost again together with some of the more spirituous parts nor is this the greatest damage occasioned by this delay as hops by being kept slack bagged in a damp season too often become mouldy hops may be divided into ordinary and strong and into old and new the denomination of old is first given to them one year after they have been bagged new ordinary hops when of equal dryness are supposed to be nearly alike in quality with old strong ones the different taints with which hops are affected from the fire of the kiln afford in brewing the best rule for adapting their color to that of the malt in general the finest hops are the least but the most carefully dried to extract the resinous parts of the hops it is necessary they should be boiled the method of disposing them is generally to put the whole quantity in the first wort which being always made with waters less hot than the succeeding extracts possesses the greatest share of acids and is in want of the largest proportion of resins and bitters to defend it 
the virtue of the hops is not entirely lost by once boiling there remains still enough to bitter and preserve the second wort but where the first wort is short of itself and a large quantity of hops are required for the whole it is needless and wasteful to put more in at once than it can absorb the overplus of which appears by a thin bitter pellicle floating on the wart when laid to cool in the backs no particular rules can be given to avoid this inconveniency as the nature and quantity of the warts on one side and the strength of the hops on the other must occasion a difference in the management easily determinable by experience when waters not sufficiently hot have been used the wart for want of the proper quantity of oils readily admits of the external impressions of the air and is easily excited to a strong and tumultuous fermentation which disperses the bitter particles and diminishes the effects of the hops the virtue of this plant is therefore retained in the drinks in proportion to the heat of the extracts and the slowness of the fermentation but beers being a composition of malt hops and water united by heat and the properties of this combination being judged of by the medium of the whole number of degrees of fire made use of in the process as we brought the virtues of malt to this denomination it is also essential to reduce those of hops after many tedious calculations and experiments made with this view and unnecessary here to mention we were obliged to have recourse to a more simple and probable hypothesis and confirmed the truth thereof by repeated experiments the relation of which as it becomes here necessary will show the necessity we were under to take a general view of the whole process before we attempted to ascertain this point in the table showing the mean heat of the air applicable to practice the greatest cold is thirty five degrees and in this season we observed page one fifty six the repositories of beers were more warm than this by ten degrees which makes the greatest cold of cellars to be forty five degrees in the same table the highest heat is sixty when cellars are five degrees colder than the external airs the utmost difference then in the temperature of cellars is ten degrees and this takes place in six months so that the whole variety of heat beers deposited for keeping undergo in one twelvemonth is twenty degrees there is no specie of beer in brewing of which it is requisite the artist should be more attentive 
to alter his process in proportion to the change of heat in the air than common small beer which though brewed in every season is constantly expected to be in an uniform order for use in the preceding section in the table directing this variety we find a difference of five degrees of heat in the air requires an alteration in medium heat of the whole process of three degrees and as it is from the mean heat of the dryness of the malt of the heat of the extracts and of the value of hops in degrees that we are to discover the quantity of fire to be given to the extracts this can be done only by deducting from such medium so much as it is affected by the properties of the hops just before we have seen that the whole of the variety of heat beers deposited in cellars to keep twelve months undergo amounts to twenty degrees these in a proportion of five to three would be twelve without being scrupulously exact hops with regard to their proportion in the whole process must be admitted to be one-third part thereof and in this case of the proportion twelve now found only four degrees would be what they contribute towards preserving the drink twelve months the quantity of hops necessary to maintain beers in a sound state this space of time we have found to be twelve pounds this quantity then is equal to four degrees of the medium heat of the whole process on these grounds we repeatedly tried the experiment in a variety of brewings made for different purposes and never found any inconveniencies from the estimating hops in such like proportion hops should be used in proportion to the time the liquors are intended to be kept and to the heat of the air in which they are fermented the quantity requisite to preserve beers twelve months experience has shown to be twelve pounds of a good quality joined to one quarter of malt and when the heat of the air is at forty degrees three pounds to every quarter has been found sufficient to preserve drinks from four to six weeks as six pounds are to keep them the same term when the thermometer is so high as sixty degrees from these facts founded on informations obtained from long practice we shall hereafter ascertain the proper quantities to be used in all cases having premised these observations sufficiently accurate for the government of this art the construction as well as utility of the following tables will be obvious a table of the value of the hops expressed in degrees to be added to the medium of the dryness of the malt and of the heat of the extracts hops 
fifteen pounds equal five degrees new or strong three and three-fourths degrees pale low-dried or old twelve pounds equal four degrees new or strong three degrees pale low-dried or old eight pounds equal two degrees new or strong two degrees pale low-dried or old four pounds equal one degree new or strong one degree pale low-dried or old a table of the quantity of hops requisite for every quarter of malt brewed for porter supposed to be fit for use from eight to twelve months old ordinary hops started over old beer fourteen pounds per quarter ditto neat guiles twelve and a half pounds per quarter strong good old hops when started over old beer twelve and a half pounds per quarter ditto neat guiles twelve pounds per quarter new strong hops when started over old beer twelve pounds per quarter ditto neat guiles eleven and a half pounds per quarter new ordinary hops started over old beer twelve and a half pounds per quarter ditto neat guiles twelve pounds per quarter nota bene the quantity of old beer to be blended with new is here supposed never to exceed one-eighth part of the whole a table of the quantity of hops requisite for common small beer for each quarter of malt in every season heat in the air thirty five degrees new hops two pounds eight ounces old hops two pounds eight ounces heat in the air forty degrees new hops three pounds zero ounces old hops three pounds zero ounces forty five degrees new hops three pounds eight ounces old hops three pounds eight ounces fifty degrees new hops four pounds four ounces old hops four pounds eight ounces fifty five degrees new hops five pounds zero ounces old hops five pounds eight ounces sixty degrees new hops six pounds zero ounces old hops six pounds eight ounces sixty five degrees new hops six pounds twelve ounces old hops no entry seventy degrees new hops seven pounds eight ounces old hops no entry seventy five degrees new hops eight pounds four ounces old hops no entry eighty degrees new hops nine pounds zero ounces old hops no entry the medium heat of the hottest days in england in the shade seldom at any time exceeds sixty degrees but i continued the table proportionably as what is here set down is from repeated experiments and from thence it appears at the lowest fermentable degree of heat three pounds of hops are required for each quarter of malt 
at the highest nine pounds of hops should be allowed for the same quantity this in some measure determines the effect of a greater activity in fermentation a table of the quantity of hops necessary to each quarter of malt in brewing amber or twopenny heat in the air thirty five degrees new hops two pounds eight ounces old hops two pounds eight ounces heat in the air forty degrees new hops three pounds zero ounces old hops three pounds zero ounces forty five degrees new hops three pounds eight ounces old hops three pounds eight ounces fifty degrees new hops four pounds zero ounces old hops four pounds four ounces fifty five degrees new hops four pounds eight ounces old hops four pounds twelve ounces sixty degrees new hops five pounds zero ounces old hops five pounds four ounces amber is a liquor which by repeated periodical fermentations is so attenuated as to be soon fit for use and by its strength is supposed to resist the impressions of the air longer than common small beer especially in winter for this reason it wants fewer hops than that drink does and in the summer both require equal quantities on account of the fermentation of amber being carried to a greater degree the hops once boiled in amber but used afterwards for small beer may be estimated equal to one-fourth of their original quality when twelve shilling small beer is made after amber the quality of the hops used should at least be equal in value to the quantity of ten pounds fresh hops to every five barrels of beer when brewed from entire grists of malt for this purpose a table of the quantity of hops necessary for each quarter of malt in brewing burton ale this liquor requires fewer hops than such ales as are more diluted by water as it is always brewed in the winter the quantities here set down are for the number of months it is supposed to be kept before it is drank or bottled one month one pound zero ounces two months one pound eight ounces three months two pounds zero ounces four months two pounds eight ounces five months three pounds zero ounces six months three pounds eight ounces seven months four pounds zero ounces eight months four pounds eight ounces nine months five pounds five ounces ten months five pounds eight ounces eleven months six pounds zero ounces twelve months six pounds eight ounces though common amber keeping amber and burton ales require the same degree of heat to govern the whole of their processes 
yet some small difference will be found in the heats of their extracts on account of the different quantity of hops used besides the use of hops for keeping the musts of malt they may also with great propriety be employed both to strengthen and preserve sound the extracts one or two pounds in a net suspended in the water the mash is to be formed with are sufficient for this purpose though the purchasing the materials used in manufacture does not immediately relate to its practical part yet as in this case it is of great importance to the brewer to know what stock it is prudent for him to keep of an ingredient equally necessary and variable in its value i hope the attempt of a calculation on this subject will easily be pardoned the amount of the duty upon hops for sixteen years from seventeen forty eight to seventeen sixty five was one million one hundred seventy one thousand two hundred twenty seven pounds which sum estimating the duty at twenty one shillings per bag gives one million one hundred fifteen thousand four hundred fifty four bags used in that time at the beginning and expiration of this interval hops sold at such high prices as no considerable stock can be supposed to have remained in hand namely from eight pounds to ten pounds per hundred if therefore to the aforesaid quantity of one million one hundred fifteen thousand four hundred fifty four bags which may be supposed to have served for the whole consumption during this period we add what may have escaped paying duty the annual consumption of hops may be estimated at seventy thousand bags including what is exported to ireland or elsewhere from these premises the following table was constructed which though not capable of absolute certainty may be of some service to the brewers in informing them of the quantities that probably remain in hand at any time and the stock which prudence will suggest to them to lay in a table showing the medium price hop should bear in proportion to the growth and determining the quantity to be purchased in proportion to the stock in hand price of hops at a medium per hundredweight thirty shillings stock of new and old hops in the whole kingdom after the harvest one hundred thirty thousand bags quantity of hops equal to as many weeks consumption seventy bags price of hops at a medium per hundredweight thirty five shillings stock of new and old hops in the whole kingdom after the harvest one hundred twenty five thousand bags quantity of hops equal to as many weeks consumption sixty five bags price per hundredweight forty shillings stock of new and old hops 
one hundred twenty thousand bags quantity of hops sixty one bags price per hundredweight forty five shillings stock of new and old hops one hundred fifteen thousand bags quantity of hops fifty seven bags price per hundredweight fifty shillings stock of new and old hops one hundred ten thousand bags quantity of hops fifty three bags price per hundredweight fifty five shillings stock of new and old hops one hundred five thousand bags quantity of hops forty seven bags price per hundredweight sixty shillings stock of new and old hops one hundred thousand bags quantity of hops forty four bags price per hundredweight seventy shillings stock of new and old hops ninety five thousand bags quantity of hops forty bags price per hundredweight eighty shillings stock of new and old hops ninety thousand bags quantity of hops thirty six bags price per hundredweight ninety shillings stock of new and old hops eighty five thousand bags quantity of hops thirty two bags price per hundredweight one hundred shillings stock of new and old hops eighty thousand bags quantity of hops twenty eight bags price per hundredweight one hundred ten shillings stock of new and old hops seventy five thousand bags quantity of hops twenty four bags price per hundredweight one hundred twenty shillings stock of new and old hops seventy five thousand bags quantity of hops twenty bags price per hundredweight one hundred thirty shillings stock of new and old hops seventy thousand bags quantity of hops sixteen bags price per hundredweight one hundred forty shillings stock of new and old hops sixty seven thousand bags quantity of hops twelve bags price per hundredweight one hundred fifty shillings stock of new and old hops sixty five thousand bags quantity of hops eight bags price per hundredweight one hundred sixty shillings stock of new and old hops sixty two thousand bags quantity of hops four bags price per hundredweight one hundred seventy shillings stock of new and old hops sixty thousand bags quantity of hops no entry price per hundredweight one hundred eighty shillings stock of new and old hops fifty seven thousand bags quantity of hops no entry price per hundredweight one hundred ninety shillings stock of new and old hops fifty five thousand bags quantity of hops no entry price per hundredweight 
two hundred shillings stock of new and old hops fifty two thousand bags quantity of hops no entry this chapter should not be dismissed without reminding the brewery of the gross imposition they submit to in purchasing hops the tear which justice requires to be allowed in the sale of all packed merchandise by the hop factors is refused who exact payment for the bagging at the same price as for the commodity itself if the consumption of hops in england is yearly one hundred seventy two thousand two hundred sixty eight hundredweight and these be packed one half in bags and the other half in pockets taking the mean price of hops to be three pounds fourteen shillings per hundredweight in this case the consumers are defrauded at least of thirty nine thousand eight hundred thirty four pounds per annum that on a just regulation of this matter the commodity itself would rise in price there is not the least foundation for the present practice of monopolizing hops by much too frequent is a farther reason to induce the brewery to exert the influence they ought to have with superior power to obtain a right so justly due to them End of section twenty